Good morning, Cleveland. This is Pastor C.A. here at Faith Memorial Church in this great city of Cleveland, Tennessee, and you're tuning in to Thinking Out Loud. This morning, I am once again fixated in Matthew chapter 16, where Jesus takes his disciples to the district of Caesarea Philippi and asks that famous question, who do people say that the Son of Man is? And then, of course, narrows the field and says, who do you say that I am? And Peter's famous response you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus then says, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father which is in heaven. And I say unto you that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now the reason that I shared all of that is because I wanted to kind of focus in on that phrase, the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now, for years... I've heard this being preached that the gates of hell will not prevail against it, and the pronoun it is referencing the church as its antecedent. And I've heard wonderful messages about this. For example, I heard a gentleman say, you've never seen someone pick up a city gate and run into battle, you know, and I'm imagining like a white picket fence gate and them running into battle against swords and axes with like a picket fence. And, you know, it's, it's, it's comical. But the point was, as he was saying, that means that we're not, hell's not coming after us. That means that we're supposed to storm hell and take back what, you know, the enemy stole from us. And it was a wonderful message and it was exciting and there was shouting and it was great. The problem with that is, is I don't really think that that's what's being communicated in the passage. Now, let me clarify by saying I absolutely agree with the logic that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the church. The church is the body of Christ, and absolute power and authority are contained in that, and so hell or nothing else has the ability to prevail against the church. I'm not arguing with that logic. What I am saying is that I think that the interpretation doesn't really fit the context of the passage. I don't think that them saying the gates of hell shall not prevail against it, that the antecedent of the pronoun it isn't the church. I believe that the antecedent of the pronoun it is actually referencing the rock or the foundation that the church is being built upon. So that when it says the gates of hell will not prevail against it, it's actually saying the gates of hell will not prevail against the rock, which is the revelation of the identity of Jesus Christ. So essentially it's saying the gates of hell will not prevail against the person and the work of Jesus Christ. Now, the reason that I'm making this distinction is because in that culture, the city gate actually had a very unique function. It wasn't just an entry point for the city as you know, we would think in our day, you know, you drive in and you have the, the sign that says, welcome to Cleveland, you know, the city with spirit. That's not the function of a city gate in that um, Near Eastern culture. What a city gate was used for was it was a location where all business transactions and legal proceedings took place. So when he's saying the gates of hell will not prevail against the revelation and the identity of who Jesus Christ is, it's the same as saying that the legal proceedings and the business transactions of hell cannot prevail against the work and the person of Jesus Christ. So let me, let me put it this way. There, hell had a claim on you. Because of your sin, and your, you became subject and under the dominion of death. And because of your violation of the law, things like sickness and disease and everything that would fall into the curse of the law now has free reign to operate in your life because you were under its dominion. 
I think about it in this way, and this is kind of an analogy for it. If I buy a house from someone and we complete that business transaction and that house is in my possession, I have the ability to tear it down or to renovate it or to do whatever I want because it belongs to me. And according to the law and according to the way that it works, when you sinned and you sold yourself out, then hell had the ability to do whatever it wanted and to operate however it wanted in your life. But now because of what Jesus has accomplished on the cross, taking that handwriting of ordinances which is against us and contrary to us and nailing it to the tree and disarming principalities and powers, making a public show of them openly, now the claims of hell, whether it be business transactions or legal proceedings or however you want to look at it, no longer has the ability to operate freely in your life. You are free through the revelation of the Son of God. This has been Thinking Out Loud with Pastor C.A. Thank you and God bless.